You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just 2 bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. This webmasterradio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. (laughs) Welcome to Discount Budget Airport Motel, Denver. Do you have a reservation? Well, yes. We're here for AFCON 2010. Okay, let me get your room. Don't worry about the airplanes flying over. You'll only hear them every five minutes. And one more thing. You might want to pass on that continental breakfast. Don't let this be you. Stay in the lap of a luxury suite at our AFCON 2010 discount rate. Our room block is almost sold out. This is your last chance to stay at the Hyatt Regency Convention Center Hotel, the host hotel of AFCON 2010. Book your rooms now by going to bit.ly slash cheap hotel. That's bit.ly slash cheap hotel. Don't let this special rate go away and book your rooms now. Finalize your plans to be at AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates, June 21st through the 23rd in Denver. Still haven't registered? Then register today at AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. Discover the best practices for tracking and targeting mobile marketing. Our hosts will take you inside the latest trends in mobile technology and help you make the most out of the mobile web. Learn about the latest strategies and trends in the world of mobile, web development, search, email marketing, text message marketing, and more. Leverage your mobile presence today. Now, now, prepare, prepare to get mobilized. Here are your hosts, Cindy Crum and Eric Chan. 
Hi, this is Eric Chan from Mobile Presence on Webmaster Radio. And this week I have Tom Limangelo from Chris Wireless. Hey. So, Tom, why don't you tell us uh, what Crisp Wireless does and what your role is there? Sure. Uh, Crisp Wireless is a mobile-rich media platform, and really the, the best way to understand us these days is we're an HTML5 company. So we offer uh, interesting ad units for uh, publishers to run on their sites that creative agencies can um, you know, dig into and, and develop for iPads, Android, uh, iPhone, both on mobile web and in-app. Um, and I work in business development, so I've been signing up publishers. Um, I've been working for Chris way, since way back in 2006, and I've always been signing up publishers, but most recently I've been also reaching out to creative agencies and uh, having them uh, give our, our platform a try. So related to some of the partners you're signing up, uh, you know, what often is the... Um maybe top three uh, questions they ask you about whether or not this stuff works, is it going to make them money, uh, you know, and things of that nature. Because I know for, for a lot of these guys, this is still pretty nascent, and there's a lot of choice, but also um, a lot out there in terms of what can be done. Yeah, of course. I, I think that the best way to think about it is is that up until in 2009, a lot of brands were dipping their toe into mobile advertising. And the way that they did it was they had somebody, you know, they, they bought a lot of tonnage. They tried to buy reach and have somebody, you know, click or tap on a 300 by 50 banner, and then it takes you to the iTunes store to download an app. Now, that, that does count as a conversion, but that's to us sort of phase one of mobile advertising. Phase two includes uh, brands really engaging with the consumer at the point when they tap on that banner, rather than driving them to an app store, uh, for for them and for us, the conversion is really in terms of getting them to interact with the brand right in the banner, and that can be you know it, it, it separates the really you know the the brand advertisers from the direct response advertisers and uh, automotive, um, movie studios, CPG, um, you know all of these guys can offer branding solutions, which would mean, you know, a movie studio wants to show a trailer, very simple, um, more, uh, a little bit more difficult. An auto manufacturer wants to show, you know, a Volkswagen CC or uh, the Toyota Sienna or the Ford um, Focus or Fiesta. You know, they want to be able to have the consumer rotate the car in the banner or, you know, again, watch a clip or potentially share uh, the information or content on Facebook, Twitter, et cetera. So all those types of interactions, because we're an HTML5 company and we're leveraging JavaScript, um, we can have multiple interactions happen within a panel. So somebody taps on the panel, it expands completely. I mean, this is what rich media has been like on the desktop for, for the last few years. It's finally possible on mobile. And what's really interesting about it is that, you know, location and other types of really truly mobile um, modes of behavior now become uh, useful and interesting. And the only thing I'll add to that is that in the last month or so, um, the iPad has created a lot of opportunities where, you know, the the silo of mobile versus digital or mobile versus desktop is starting to go away a little bit. So are, are you seeing that uh, in terms of either technology or media buys, um, this this sort of interactive, rich experience 
has definitely been highlighted um, through you know more people using um, phones that have more capabilities or are people really just thinking that um, we want to take as as much of the web and the richness of that and as quick as we can try to also be able to offer it on mobile or are we trying to come up with a differentiated experience in that in that fashion I think that there is some of you know bringing the web to mobile um, it doesn't always that doesn't always work I mean in terms of what the types of things that we offer to brands and agencies we're offering you know really great reporting and that kind of reporting you know in the past desktop reporting is all about hovering and mouse clicks and things like that we had to completely scrap that and, and you know make that into um, you know basically dwell time or other types of interactions that make sense for mobile like uh, the duration of a phone call or you know video plays still work but you know you get the idea that there's there's definitely some thinking in terms of you know what the mobile behavior is first before uh, you just bring in web content but I think that from your the beginning part of your question is you know what what is it about the phones or whatever I think that the the types of of um, standards that HTML5 brings in JavaScript um, potentially you know uh, 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 you know the the CSS styling, so that if somebody creates a layered experience, that the JavaScript can you know basically take a user through an experience. Um, that type that type of capability, coupled with phones that have great processing speed, um, you know like the iPhone, like Android phones, um, really creates an area and, and and a possibility of of doing the great types of experiences that advertisers want. I think that the challenge is getting brands to understand that it's possible um, on mobile, and then once they do, what is it about mobile? You know, if I'm in a supermarket or if I'm in, you know, if I'm in a stadium um, watching a game, you know, what is going to be different about one, the way I interact with the content, and two, maybe there's some extra value in terms of me being mobile. So yeah, I think it's, you know, I think the brands are, are starting to learn what's possible there. Um, but I'm just happy to see that, you know, the, the types of RFPs that we're seeing are more about, you know, let's push the boundaries of the experience rather than let's, you know, let's see how many clicks we get for this campaign or how, how fast can we get people into a, uh, an app store. So, so are you noticing that um, what's been um, able to be unlocked is really the audience measurement and the audience engagement, but in a in a in a truly detailed way um, that can be hopefully measured relating to a transaction or some kind of of increased awareness rather than yeah, just I mean, so, uh, yeah a lot of times it's awareness know. sometimes it's it's just you know how long is somebody looking at this this ad uh, how much how much are they interacting with it we did an Intel campaign where um, it was about basically asking the user to drag and drop features that. Um, you know their preferences for how fast or how how much performance they needed out of a out of a computer processor, and you know it really wasn't about whether or not they converted over into the sale. It was about how long they interacted with this thing, what what questions they answered, and, and how long they they dragged their finger over it. And you know same thing with an Estee Lauder brand, the brand the uh, the perfectionist pen. Um, you were able to basically erase lines from um, you know it said browse line uh, it said you know. It had it had some text on the screen that said lines, and you wiped away with those lines with your finger. And it's it's really about um, you know the experience that you know that that user gets, and the understanding that that connects to the brand 
that awareness is what's most important, not specifically about how many how many pens they sold. So, you know, I mean, those those types of that type of thinking is just it's different from what we've seen in mobile to to date. So, at what point, or have users or have brands and agencies asked about? Um, you know, converting to actual transactions to sales or to, uh, you know, well, I think there's, there's always a mindset in terms of, like you know, that. converting to sales. And, you know, sometimes converting to sales is about driving people to store. Um, and I think that, that, you know, there's, you know, the ability if we, if, you know, in one of our interactive menus, if there's a way to check in on Foursquare or, you know, um, virally distribute stuff on Twitter and things like that, um, what it what it really is about is, Seeing how much engagement there is, but also measuring the types of um, you know the types of social, social interactions and other types of um, you know whatever a, a user is doing in there, there's value to it. And the more that you track beyond just the initial you know okay, I started the ad and okay, I am the ad, um, makes it a richer experience. So you were talking about you know some some of the brands. That are obviously um, much larger brands like Intel and Estee Lauder. How about mm-hmm. um, you know some of the more regional brands or even some of the local guys? Have they yeah. um, woken up to this idea? Have agencies really tried to, to push this as a yeah, way it's to actually, engage customers? Yeah, actually, I'm happy you asked because that one we had a campaign run with the American uh, Museum of Natural History, you know, on the Upper West Side, and they, those those guys were asking for geolocated content to target the ad to. And uh, you know we were you know we we're able to run on weather type of properties and other types that that already are sort of tagged to be in New York, um, but we ran a great expandable campaign where you know it gave you some information about you know the exhibits that were going on at the American uh, Museum of Natural History, and you know really those types of players I mean are opening up publishers who they're like oh there's you know there's lots of publishers out there topics you know. Um, there are publishers like, um, you know, Up Next. You know, there's there's social networks out there and others that potentially either have an app or a mobile website that has highly geo-targeted content, and those advertisers are going to be very interested. And this is the first time that those uh, publishers would ever have ever gotten interest from from real sort of local brands. Um, you know, on the desktop, it was oh, it was nice, but it didn't specifically drive foot traffic. So, you know, I, th- I think that there's a lot of opportunity with local brands, especially in the big metropolitan areas right now, because that's where you have people with great phones and you have these advertisers trying to target a very small, uh, you know, a small area, small fence. So, so Tom, uh, for, the, for the listeners out there, are there any sort of metrics or case study numbers that you can point to to show people that this stuff really works? Sure. Um, you know, we have something called... Uh, the adhesion placement, which uh, if you know, if you remember the way, well, if you know the way that mobile advertising runs in terms of MMA standards, it's uh, you know there are 300 by 50 banners, and that's that's sort of like the large or the extra large banner. We've taken that banner instead of sticking it on the page, we let it rest above the page um, at the bottom, and as a user scrolls through content, you know whether they're on you know, a, a news site or weather site or any, you know, sports site, uh, that banner can stay with them, and then you can have interactions within the banner, et cetera. That type of banner versus a standard MMA gets two-to-one uh, interactions, and, you know, that can be clicks, 
Um, but you know, if we measure beyond that, um, you know, we can we can talk about interaction rates. But just the initial uh, tap or click, it gets uh, two to one uh, versus the standard MMA banner. And there's good reason for it. The the standard MMA banner goes away almost immediately as you start to scroll. So um, we're encouraged by results like that. And every time we do an A/B test, um, we get the same result. So uh, so far, I mean. Um it sounds like there's been a lot of momentum, and there's a lot of um, unlocking, I guess, that uh, that this this platform and and a lot of the uh, momentum is going on. What do you what do you find is as a few of the things that um, you know people still need to get over some hurdles, or or maybe there's some challenges. Well, that, I, you uh, know, the t- <laughs> funny. I mean, the types of questions you asked about, you know, how many transactions is is this driving in the in you know to the campaign? Everyone loves shopping online. Well, I'm going to tell you what I tell my golf buddies when they buy clubs. Stop searching for coupon codes. Download Capital One Shopping to your computer. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Plus, it's free, and you don't even need a Capital One card to use it. That's like hitting a hole in one without even trying. Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. Whatever. Um, you know, if you're looking at brand advertising on the web, that's not specifically what's, you know, this, the RFPs and the strategy behind it is not about that. It's really about brand awareness and lift and things like that. And so, um, you know, it, the idea is to potentially get people out of the direct response um, mindset. And once you have, you can start to think about things in terms of, you know, what does mobile do strategically for you? Um, and the other, the other thing is to break the idea that, um, you know, that mobile has to be a small experience. I mean, now that we have uh, iPod, iPad opportunities, I mean, magazine publishers are coming to us with full screen, crea- I mean, print magazine, you know, a page of a print magazine. They're coming to us with that creative saying, okay, make this interactive. Um, and that's bigger than any, you know, the, the size there is, you know, it's, a, it's like 1,000 by 24 by 768 or something like that. I mean, that size uh, is potentially bigger than anything that's ever been done on digital, in dig, you know, by digital media buyers uh, for the desktop. So, so now with the iPad and potentially the Android tablets that will come out this fall, um, you're really starting to see all of the, both the MMA standard and the IAV standard on the desktop, all those units are becoming part of mobile advertising um, to some extent, at least on the on the iPad and, and on uh, JavaScript-enabled smartphone devices like iPhone, Android, and everything else that's coming out this year. Great, Tom. So uh, we're going to take a break right now, and when we're back, sure. we're going to talk to you about uh, the conference that you're at, TechCrunch Disrupt. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. <sighs> what is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. 
Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. State of Search, your home for the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. And we're back from the break. I'm here today talking with uh, Tom Romangello from Crisp Wireless. And before the break, we were talking about all the uh, momentum and excitement around mobile advertising. But Tom, uh, I know that today you told me you were at the TechCrunch Disrupt uh, conference in New York City. And just wanted to spend a couple (laughs) moments chatting about that, your thoughts, and uh, what were some of the highlights? Um, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know... I'm really lucky to be here today because it's it's less for me as as somebody in the mobile space. It's less about the content that's up there. I think a lot of times, you know, even on the, the main stage, they're still sort of you know teaching people about the significance of the iPad or the significance of mobile and how they, how it changes things. Um, but just being able to meet people here and watching, um, there was a you know there's a startup here called Snack Square that's using uh, that's leveraging Foursquare's API to offer local results and local um, offers within basically geo-targeted squares within a city. Um, you know, the types of startups and the types of innovation that are going on, um, you know, leveraging stuff that's already established on mobile is pretty exciting. Um, you know, Twilio is the company, uh, the Union Square uh, invested company that's actually um, powering a lot of the, um, the, uh, the choosing of which startup wins. Uh, TechCrunch disrupt. So, I mean, a lot of the players in the uh, in the mobile space, especially which what's uh, uh, what's great about it for me to watch is how many companies in, that are based in New York are uh, are actually you know powering sort of daily life here at the, at the event. Well, I mean, you you know as well as I do that there's a there's a small area, but maybe it's growing or expanding called Silicon Alley uh, okay. in New York. <laughs> so uh, uh, you know, 
out in San Francisco, well, it's not the only place where uh, interesting well, startups are. I mean, when Mike Arrington or, uh, started the conference off today, he basically said he's like he's like we're in an old Merrill Lynch building, an old by you know by by saying old, it was you know a few months ago it was this was a bank, and you know now we're here in force with you know a few thousand people, um, just you know basically at the forefront of technology, and it's here in New York. So yeah, very exciting time. Uh, I was going to, yeah, it's funny you mentioned Mike Arrington. So he had a post uh, not too long ago uh, talking about how he, uh, in his move to Seattle, he lost his phone and he ended up picking up a a prepaid device. And um, he even said in his article that he might uh, might get chided by uh, a couple of people in the tech industry. Uh, I don't know if you happen to maybe uh, go up to him and ask him to see his, his prepaid device. I should have because I actually got to say hi today. But uh, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't actually read that post. Um, so yeah, I mean, really, it was when I first got back to the states after being in China for a few years um, back in uh, you know like two thousand. I, I got back like right after SARS two thousand three, and you know it was uh, only a year or so after that, maybe two years that TechCrunch started, and you know there was no mobile coverage, and it wasn't it wasn't until really a year or so ago that it really started to ramp up and. You know, been just sort of waiting and waiting and waiting for like true mobile coverage to happen. And I think I think it's starting now. But I think that um, you know anybody who's been in the space has kind of feel felt like whatever. It's like finally, um, you know, shine some light on this space because there's a lot of interesting stuff happening. It just it, it takes it takes guys like that to teach the readers uh, to uh, to pay attention. So, so um, you mentioned a few times the iPad. You mentioned mobile marketing. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Foursquare. Um, any other interesting uh, things that you saw or heard about um, at the event? Well, I have to say I have to give a shout out to Artsy, which is a company that's about to launch. But uh, otherwise, I uh, you know there's no um, there there's uh, there's nothing but excited people uh, presenting here. I'd say that. Um, there was one that was interesting today called UJAM <laughs> that actually if you uh, if you sing or hum or whistle into uh, this application, it basically allows you to bring accompanying music like guitars or uh, piano or anything like that to it. So I thought that was pretty much the coolest thing I've seen in a while. So we can't, as far as, you know, we, we can't really get away from the whole music thing. Uh, it, uh, it's still... A big part of our life. <laughs> um, any any <laughs> thoughts related to um, you know mobile karaoke or mobile music? Or you know, like I, yeah, I've been I've been hoping for you know I, I started subscribing to the karaoke channel online dot com um, just because you know I'm hoping that there's a solution out there that that will let me sort of no matter where I am start a karaoke party. Um, and it's I mean truthfully it's. Uh, it, it's not really there yet with with the, with the services. I mean, it's usually as made famous by kinds of stuff, and you know, it's hard with the rights. But I mean, I, I'm waiting just for somebody to, whether it's iTunes or uh, Spotify or somebody, to just, you know, when you're playing a song, put the words on the screen. And it's really all you need. <laughs> and you know, I, I can figure out how to get it on my TV um, and all that. You know, just my regular music player should be able to put the words on the screen. I don't know why that's so hard. Yeah, I, I know that uh, in reverse, I think it's, what is it, SoundHound or the, the old name Adomi was, was trying to do the reverse where you could upload your rendition of songs and match it to the original one. Yeah, I should check, 
check that out. I, I don't know if I've seen that one, but uh, that, that's, I don't know where they are with it. But uh, this one today at UGM was pretty cool. Okay. Um, so I guess but before we're, um, I guess, going to end on the on the show, any other last thoughts about, um, you know, the the general excitement around tech? I mean, we've uh, we've been trying to survive as much as we can uh, with all the bad news that's been happening in the country. Um, so if you're seeing lots of motivated people, um, hopefully that bodes well, and other people can can take example from that. Well, I mean, I, I think that, yeah, if there's a shining light in New York, it's, it's the, the, the technology uh, companies and, and the people excited. But, I mean, when, you, when you're here, a lot of times that you, you, you hear people say, oh, wow, I'm so happy that there's a conference like this happening in New York. This seems like something that I would be at in, in the Valley or, you know, in San Francisco. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's, uh, the truth is it's been going on for a while, um, and everybody just went to Austin for South by Southwest. So you go to Austin, and it's all New Yorkers. So it's been brewing, but I think that, I, I think that it's, uh, it's finally happening here to some extent um, in a way that, that people see and read about. Uh, but I, I, think, I think it's been, it's been building for a while. Yeah, I have that same complaint, which is that sometimes in the Valley you get spoiled because there's lots of conferences and lots of events going on. Um, but then you sometimes hear the same people or the same to- topics being talked about. And so I guess in, a, in, a, uh, in an area where you have a high concentration of smart people, having a, a conference um, that can stimulate and talk about new ideas and meet new sets of people is always good. Well, one thing I'll add or whatever is that there is another place that's getting a little spotlight now that I think is great, which is I used to, I used to live out in China and, and Beijing now has a, uh, a Zynga office, and that's because they acquired uh, XPD Media. And, you know, the, the guy, Robin Chan, who founded that is, is a New Yorker. And, uh, you know, just having TechCrunch write about an acquisition in China, to me, is sort of a victory. <laughs> and, you know... The idea of, of, you know, there not being borders in terms of the way that the media is covered um, for the tech industry is a really great thing. Um, unfortunately, you know, we had Charlie Rose speaking uh, first right after Arrington announced everything, and, and he only asked um, uh, John Doerr about Google China. He wasn't briefed on, on Zynga China. Um, so I think a lot of the, the fact that they had heavy hitters talking here meant that, you know, they were. It was kind of a little canned, or you know, just not not as up to speed as as it would be if you know a TechCrunch writer was was firing questions at you know a CEO like Mark Pincus or somebody like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, there there are good good things about having you know high profile conferences, and then there are things that those those conferences can't can't accomplish. So, um, so Tom, I you know, it's great that you mentioned Zynga China I was making the comment about how uh, Mochi Media was acquired by a Chinese company and how, um, you know, like you said, there aren't really any borders. People are just trying to do business and trying to find opportunities uh, wherever it may be in the world to, um, to, to be strategic and advantageous. Yeah, I think that, you know, whether it's, you know, um, an American company buying over there or a Chinese company buying over here, the, the copycat, uh, model that everybody talks about with China, I think would be few. There'd be fewer of those if you know when somebody did something cool in China, it got the, the press it deserves. So, yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited that that both types of uh, deal happening. 
Um, well, Tom, I just wanted to thank you for joining us on the show this week. And yeah. uh, to all Thanks listeners out there, on. Mobile Presence airs every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. I'm Eric Chan with Mobile Slate, and thanks for tuning in. Instantly on over a thousand items in the store, like Pepsi or Seven Up Twelve Packs for three ninety nine when you buy five, plus deposit where applicable. And Briar's ice cream for just two ninety nine when you buy five. Plus, save ten dollars on your next in store purchase when you buy thirty dollars or more of skincare products. Whether it's a sweet treat or a luxurious product for some me time, it's all at your neighborhood Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.